When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When's the last course you guys played? I played, I played uh, West Fork twice today. Um, twice today? Twice today. Um, the first round i shot my my personal best by five there i shot seven down no bogeys and then i went to like to do some stuff and i was like that had to be a fluke uh so like i just i I couldn't take it i went back by myself and played again and this time i was i was seven down with five holes to go and I, i i bogeyed a hole and i was very upset it was like a 12 foot putt i just dinked it off the tray i'm like oh my i can't believe it so I, went, I went to six down i had four holes left i made two pars in a row and i was like i gotta birdie the last two holes to shoot eight down and i was playing through some people at this point because it was just slow what happened was i started on four played all the way to 18 went back to one i had to play one two and three so when i got yeah. to two there's somebody on the tee box and they're like you can play through and i'm like told him I got a birdie two holes and I'm going to quit playing disc golf forever. I'm going to leave my bag by the basket if I don't birdie. You guys can have all my stuff. And uh, oh, wow. like, so it was a 300 foot hole. I took out a new star wraith that I had, put it way out to the right, hyzered back in and landed and stopped about eight feet from the basket. So I was pretty excited. I, I ran all the way down to it and made the putt. I was like, yay. And they were like, yay. And uh, <laughs> so then I went to two, another, it was a little bit, maybe 320. And I threw this pro wraith that I just got. It's just beat up. It's so old. I don't know where it came from, but it's mine. And I threw it out on this flex. It flexed out to the right and kind of came back a little hard, sat down pin high, about 28 feet. So I had to make a 28-footer, and I did. Slammed it in for the ninth birdie and shoot eight under. So I got to shoot 15 down in one of my courses. That's a, a nerve-wracking twenty-eight foot putt. Uh, you know, it was, but it's just this magical thing. I knew I was going to be on tonight, and I was like, right. I "Need to do it for the need to do it for the fans." Of the, oh no! Yeah. Did you get it on video? Otherwise, uh, I did send out pictures immediately following. Someone questioned my round time because you know you just says it took right it's like fifty four minutes. minutes yeah and and so someone said interesting that you got around in fifty eight minutes how'd you do that I didn't type on there because I wasn't playing with a guy I played with earlier that took me an hour and twenty minutes to get around with him I did I just was like I oh, I didn't say anything but uh, I ran I was I made nine birdies I was how long does it take to play if you make nine birdies okay. I and mean, I was just just like walking down to the basket and going dink and then moving on. It was awesome. Yeah. Easy. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to shoot like 14 over. Pretty sure. It's, oh, yeah. It had to be a fluke. Or maybe you'll shoot all 15 down in one. Ooh, I can, can see you shooting like 18 down somewhere. Yeah. I, you know, after today, believe in I, yourself. I mean, I, I know the first round where I shot seven down, I missed three putts inside the circle. That should have been 10. 
The other right. ones were other ones are the it's just it's disc golf, man. It was wind blowing. Can't birdie eighteen holes if you're me. I mean, other people can, but it's like I'm pretty happy with nine. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, uh, nine anywhere is nice. Yeah, so I'm excited, and we have a brand new course, dude, that just opened like a couple months ago. But they put concrete pads in last week, and they're like, I don't know, they got to be six feet wide and at least fifteen feet, if not twenty feet long. Perfectly flat on every hole. It's a uh, every hole is like two hundred and forty feet, except there's like one hole that's five hundred, but every other hole is two hundred forty. But not one hole place two hundred forty feet. It's so deceptive. The lines you got to take to get there. The tr- death behind the baskets on some holes. The, I mean, you have bushes. to play crazy golf. Bushes, terrible, terrible, evil bushes. There's a there's a small lake. Uh, I decided to donate one of my favorite custom stamp G Star Destroyers to uh, that course. For some reason, I'm playing with Kyle. And we're, we're doing great. We're fine. We're like, we're almost done. There's like three holes left. And I decide I'm going to throw a left-handed shot around this bush. And, and I threw First a left-handed shot all day. Yeah. I hadn't thrown, I just hadn't thrown lefty and I pull out the destroyer <laughs> and I grip locked it so far left and it went about 350 into, well, it went oh, into wait. a swamp with oh. eight foot high reeds in out of bounds property, you know, across the boundary of a fence. Okay. It was never like we went, we threw it and we're like, oh, it's one of those times, you know, it's not like you're looking for it. Like we pretended to look for it. We walked over there. We were like, nope. It took well, about I, 45 seconds to give up. We're like, no. You know, when, when, uh, when I talked to, it was Eddie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he said that the, that those people are like, shoot first, talk later. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is people. like major gun country like yeah in, in colorado you can just shoot i think some places if somebody comes in your house you can shoot them that's okay in colorado you can just shoot by anybody anywhere that you want like if they're if they're on a ranch out by your place you can just shoot them like he was coming he was coming to the house yeah it's pretty you know you gotta protect your no, protect true. your farm no it's not true but no but we do respect we do respect the private property of the disc golf course because the city gave us the course they bought all the baskets they put all the sleeves in they pour all the concrete for the tea pads and then they're gonna put in trees put in 30 mature trees uh to create so basically you're saying go ahead and you threw it into shrek swamp because that's what shrek would do is protect the swamp uh it was pretty bad it wasn't it wasn't like a swamp so it was a swamp but it's a swamp. It wasn't, it wasn't like a green, like neon green, like swamp, like you would see in a horror film. It was more like a. It's not like a Scooby Doo swamp. It was like, it's like just a... marshland. It was like marshlands and nasty and not fun to play in. Lucky for me, I have I have a closet full of destroyers, so it wasn't like my favorite disc. Otherwise, I would have been so sad because this truly, no one's gonna find it and call me. No one's gonna return that one. It's it's gone um and so So, can you go ahead and just play on the guitar for a minute just so then you can get it out of your hands if you want all right here we go and we'll start with the big pick slide Thank you. 
Oh, that was well, that was well much for our intro music, I think. No, that was fucking way better than our intro music. So, uh, if you want to use that, it's, it's like $15,000. It's only $375. But yeah, I'll take Venmo, Zelle, Cash App. Uh, thanks for letting me play, guys. Uh, it's exciting. Um, Eric, what's the most interesting thing that's happened to you in the last seven days? Seven days. Uh, I put on my first tournament on Saturday. Okay, and? That was interesting. Let's talk it's about it. Uh, it went fine. I just don't enjoy it. I can't enjoy playing and being like the director at the same time. That was a how many players did much. you have? Just like 30-something, 30 35 or something. Still. That's yeah. a lot, though. Yeah. So, was it sanctioned? No, no, just uh, just unsanctioned. Just 15 to play. and I just did it because we've had one every year since they put it to 18 holes. But What do you have to do to get it sanctioned? Because we played in these like flex tournaments every single Friday, every week of the year, and they're all sanctioned with like points and stuff. What do you have um, to do? I'd have to be like a uh, sanctioned member or whatever, like a tournament, like a sanctioned tournament director. You should do that. Uh, you can do like that. that and then yeah. at first there were certain rules, like like the court has to have. Um, I don't know how true they are, but like right now we share a basket for one hole, and I don't know if that would disqualify it. But I'm trying to wait until we can get the. All you have to do is take your basket. And, and yeah, practice basket. Take your Easy. practice basket. But because... I've also heard that they don't they like unless there's a case of an emergency, all the baskets are supposed to be the same. Like the, the uh, no. All the West the sanctions... is one. They always do at least. Yeah, absolutely. Three Those are sanctioned rounds. temporary baskets. Always. Yeah. Every time. Interesting. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not that worried about it yet. I'm, yeah. Uh, How did you do in the just tournament? Dabbling my feet into it. I didn't really right. enjoy it. We'll see if I want to continue with it or if I want to let someone else try to take the reins. Was forward. it just eighteen holes stroke play? Just yeah, just eighteen. Well, two two rounds, so thirty-six oh, yeah, holes all day. Altogether. So um, you had to do all the scoring and repairing, or did everybody just play the same group the second round, or what? Uh, I I paired like uh, some people who didn't have like groups. I kept some friends, like friend groups together because they were like kind of shooting similar anyway. Sure. But, like I made a lead card for each division. Um, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so that's fine. You, if you have a lead card and then you let your friends keep playing together, it'd be great. We had this guy who showed up who I've heard people complain about him before, but I never met him. And he, I don't want to say any names, but uh, he... Um, <laughs> But everybody knows who he is that's listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what color hat was he wearing? The field by like six strokes in Am3. And well, that didn't he, name any names for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't find, you can't go find the scores. Like, there's that's no, true. no way to find the scores. The players um, that were there know exactly who you're talking about. Though. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure the players there probably didn't like him anyway. But uh, so what, so what he was... goes into hole four, which is a par three. It's the yeah. last one, and it finishes on a long putt. 
and he throws away four strokes because he knows he has a six-stroke lead just to win that long putt. So that was frustrating. That was frustrating for me. I don't know. Because he's already going to win a bunch of money. And, mm. uh, yeah, so now. that's true. That's that's like I was, unsportsman. Well, like, so right? I was a I was a golf professional at a country club as an assistant pro for mm-hmm. a decade, and I ran a lot of tournaments of members that would do uh, the same kind of stuff. Like they have they padded their handicap up to win their division, and they can win their division early. Like if it's a match play event, you can win it like on the fourteenth hole. And then they just go out and make triple bogeys on the last three holes to keep their score, you know, up so their handicap doesn't come down. And there's right. that kind of stuff going on, you know, everywhere because people well, are. To me, it was like if the guy didn't win anything at all, you know, if you're going to lose like everything, then sure, maybe make a couple strokes to try to make that long putt. Absolutely. But when you know you're already walking away with a few prizes. Yeah, you can take everything from everybody. Yeah, so. yeah, well, that's what we try to do, dude. We play tags, and I'm like, I want the ace pot and both closest to the pins. That's the only reason I'm there. You know, in those days, I can come away with like $22. It's like, I'm a pro. I'm getting paid to play disc golf right now. And then it, I always give it back to the community. I go straight right to away. the closest disc golf store and buy plastic and, and with all of it. So there's, it doesn't last more than a few hours. So it's right back in the oh, yeah. Where it go. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, without Will, they would shut down. So, uh, yeah, Fly Green would not be open, even though it's the biggest disc golf store in America, probably. They would not be open if it wasn't for my contribution in the last two years, I can promise you. So, you're just going to change your name to like Will Green or Will Green? <laughs> How about Fly Smith? <laughs> that's it fly smith, fly smith. Uh, my u disc username is Ann, and my last name is spelled h y z a h and so when she calls us out on the t she'll say on hole four oh no and heiza so, <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> so uh yeah and then we have another guy who is Z Big Heiser, and uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, we, we, Garrett is a G Star All Weather. Uh, some great U Disc uh, usernames. Mine's just Eric. So yeah. sometimes I'll change mine to "Why do you suck?" So it'll be like oh, on the T. Oh no, why do you suck? Yeah, Whatever. that's <laughs> pretty like, good. What's happening? That's me. Uh, um. Uh, right now. What about you? What's the most interesting thing that's happened to you? Oh shit! I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that question at all. I shot. Okay, well, I shot seven down and then eight down today. That's probably it. No, you you already told that story. Okay, so I got to play with Kyle uh, a few days ago for the first time in like a month. That was freaking awesome. Uh, Oh, dog walking now. Good for us. I played uh, my first. Sunday morning tags with a local group that I've never played with. It's a huge group that plays every week, and it was like their year-end match. It was random dubs, and I got a, made a new friend and got paired up with a guy I usually get crushed by. I got to beat him, and so that was kind of fun. That was yesterday. No, who's uh, your friend? I was the best man on a wedding on Thursday. That was pretty interesting. Uh, hey, G-Money. Kyle at that wedding? 
Kyle was there. Me and Kyle hung out uh, probably the most we've hung out in a year uh, at the wedding. And uh, it was great. Yeah. I think he yeah. really, think you're right. he helped me have a great night. And uh, it was, uh, it was fantastic and really happy. Did for he show you the rainbow picture? The dub- oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I took one too. So he probably took one. Oh. Everybody there did. They're like, everybody's they, 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 Basically, somebody came inside and said, everybody stop eating and go outside. There's a rainbow. Take the picture. So everybody ran outside. That's exactly <laughs> how it happened, too. <laughs> yeah. And so, but yeah, no, that was like fucking incredible, dude. Like, who has a rainbow on their fucking wedding day? Yeah. So, well, he did. That's for sure. He almost did. It rained a, and snowed on my wedding day incredible i don't remember my wedding day i was on the beach we were told we have a nice quiet wedding on the beach so we go we walk down to the beach to the water with like the the efficient and our two kids that were with us and because we were we were doing this blended our kids were eight and ten so we became this great family on the beach with like 10 people were supposed to be there and we walked out and he's he's like do you yes i do yes i do as soon as i kissed her ten thousand people on their balconies and all the condos all along gulf shores were like yay and i'm like <laughs> none of you guys are invited didn't get one gift from anyone i don't know what's happening you guys are all celebrating like you know where's the, i'm registered at fly green guys <laughs> anything you did, get. did they like that idea because i figured that's a really good idea to have a, a registry at Flaggery. At a disc golf store. Uh, I told Garrett that's where I thought his registry was. He had a whole box of Halo coming. He was pretty excited. And his his wife was like, I hope that's not true. And I'm like, it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it should have been. It should have been true. He was pretty happy about it. Like, if there's one time in my life. <laughs> Say that again. Hey, yeah, that was all garbled. Me? Yeah. Oh, then he should have got it anyway. Ah. Yeah, he should have, but he did it, and it's over now. So it's too late. Uh, too late. Can't but can't get any more Halo. <laughs> Never again. Um. Yeah. So tomorrow. Well, that sounds like a pretty eventful week. Yeah. Yeah, it's just been. We could we could spill the whole, the whole podcast. So I could just go back and talk about the last forty five days, and all the time will be used up. We'll be done. So busy. It's like, what's happening? Sometimes I just look well, around. Like, what's happening? About. Here, I have uh, something to talk about right now. At this time, what is your absolute most favorite disc in your bag? Casey uh, Pro Rock. Ooh, a case. For three dollars, nice. those are nice and soft. Yeah. Like, Let's talk for a minute. I'm going to show you mine. Weighed 180 at one point, and probably weighed close to like 172 with how many little chunks and things are out of it, and it's just so easy to throw. Nice and flippy, right? Just dead straight. Just like I mean, like you know, flip up on hyzer. And like yeah, straight. that's I what like I mean. Like it's. But so like, there's no right? I have a new friend named Tommy who has been in the disc golf community for a long, long time, and I, Tommy. I went back to his uh, his apartment to see his disc collection. So he pulls out this big ass Stairlight, you know those big ones, 
And I was like, okay. And then he pulled out like seven more. And he's got like all of the stuff from 15 and 20 years ago. Like, so uh, I've been trying to find a stable mid that I can have as my stable and overstable mid, you know, done the truth forever and just all of the five five oh twos and just everything there is buzzes and uh, just haven't been able to find the one that gives me the most distance with that fade at the end because I have a meteor I throw dead straight and a fuse that's a little Annie and I'm looking for the opposite. So this guy Tommy throws rock threes. I've never thrown a rock or rock three and in his house, we're going through these discs, and there was one in a clear plastic bag, brand new. That's this one here. It's a first run rainbow stamp it's from 2012 uh, champion uh, rock three. Yeah. yeah. And so he gave me the bro discount. And uh, so I left with this. And it's kind of like when you are in love with the Emac truth so much, like that's the only thing you need ever. It's that's how I kind of feel about this thing. It's just does everything. You can turn it over or go it straight with whatever. And well, if you haven't heard, I'm off the Emac truth now. Yeah. I've heard that. I was talking to Kyle. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So what do you, what are you using instead? Rock and rock. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, as far as champion ones, I like the, four buys and like the four times and the three times for Paul McBeth. Those ones are pretty straight with just that little bit of fade at the end. And What's the most understable one? Or do you just throw a regular rock? Yeah, I usually go to like, I got a couple like base plastic. Just DX, like everybody, throw, everybody throws that base plastic rock. Nobody, there's anybody throwing a champion rock or any of that or... Um, I mean, I have a few. Just I just, the, I just, I guess the base stuff's flippier, right? Yeah, the base stuff's flippier, and it just is kind of grippier for me. And I just, I, I don't know, I prefer it for my understable. But I may um, do that too. I'm just really searching for the perfect under, you know, straight. If time. I needed to, that my three times one, I can kind of turn over on a little bit of any. It's quite a lot more beat in than than my four times. My four times is almost brand new. The three times is. Tommy said with this plastic from 2012 that it'll take me three years of filling it into trees before it starts beating in. Like it's yeah, going to sure. do, do what it's doing right now for a long, long time. So that's why I buy used it because then they're already beat in for me. And I don't have to oh, man, dude, I wanted a, I wanted a new wraith. I wanted a bright orange, 171 gram star wraith. So I call the store. He says, I've got 169 gram orange one. I'm like, fine, I'll take it. I drive over, I buy it. And then he says, hey, I've got this other one here. It's 171 gram Wraith, uh, it's, but it's like pro plastic. It's old, it's really beat up. And he's like, here, you can have it. And I'm like, why didn't you give me this a minute ago before I bought this one? And he said, because I have a store. <laughs> but here, you can have it anyway. So, so it's awesome. So both of those Wraiths are now the leading like drivers in the bag like because the blue the 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 pro plastic takes off it looks like a what does it look like what's it look like kyle it goes off and it goes like minus one and then one um yeah. slides down like that there's, it's there's, not too it's, much it's not there's like not a lot of action to it yeah and just goes far farthest thing i have in the bag so pretty excited 
Um, the course today is dangerous. There's easy to lose your stuff off the side of almost every fairway. So I was very hesitant in throws. I don't know how I played well because I was like, you don't throw it over there. <laughs> A lot of times I look up and it was going out over the junk and I'm like, oh no. But somehow it managed to come back. And so <laughs> I don't know. I like play a course where everything off the fairway was covered in thorns. Like there's no matter where you threw it, if you're off the fairway, you're fighting. Sounds so fun, dude. That's Kyle. Have you played there, Kyle? That sounds no, uh, that sounds like fun. What's it called? Um, down in Howell. I don't remember the name of the course, but I wore shorts because it was a nice day and. It's called then, Thornbriar. Like, yeah, while we were leaving like the restaurant, I was like looking up directions to it. And the first review is, oh, it's a nice course, but the rough's covered in thorns. I'm like, no. Oh shit. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. How long are the holes? Were they like you had to have like bomb it out into the thorns, or were they all short enough you could pick lines and no, they're all pretty short. It's just like real tight. Like um None of them are super, super long. I think there's maybe two or three par fours, but they're all like super just like tight fairways. Yeah, and lots of like, uh, so tight fairways and then thorns? Yeah, and lots <laughs> of like hidden baskets where, not like hidden, but like it's kind of hard to, yeah. to guess how far. Gross. And, hey, how many courses on your UDIS? How many courses have you played? Uh, I just looked at it. It's just, no, so well then the funny thing is right after we played that course, we played another one. We decided to go to something called Hawthorne Park. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. why are we doing this? And the word yeah, thorn but, in it. Right. <laughs> played Thornbriar, Hawthorne Park, and then Needlethorns. <laughs> um thirty-seven courses played. Nothing crazy. That's because of where you live. So I yeah. have just just passed my two year mark of playing. And yesterday was my 96th different course. Dang. Uh, there's a couple in Wyoming above us. I think two courses there. Two of them right below us in New Mexico. That's four. One in California is five. Two in Hawaii is seven. And there's 10 more in Alabama. So 17. So that's 80 courses in Colorado. And there's so many more we haven't got to play yet. So... I got to drive across the country a few weeks ago and I was in different cities. I'm like, I'd look up on UDIS where the nearest course was and it'd be like 97 miles away. I'm like, how could people, I guess people don't play this. <laughs> or you play a private, oh, private so course. Yeah. Like, you know, well, no, like in, in, uh, so just outside in El Paso, there's some courses, but in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is like 40 miles North of there, there's three courses. One of them's on a military base. One of them a pop on UDIS. One of them's a pop-up course that was a tournament. It's not a real course, and the other one is like uh, at a church. It's three baskets, then nine holes or whatever. That's it. Like within an hour and a half. I'm like, oh man, so sad. I don't know. My heart just like I get, for them. I get happy enough that I'm never gonna live there. Basically, is what happens. I'm True. Like, just, yeah, I can't. Just feel sad. Like, can you imagine if the nearest course was an hour and a half away and it was like three holes at a church? You know, like three baskets. That's it. It's like oh, I'd just man. be playing in my backyard. Yeah, I know. You have to but imagine. What if you live in an apartment? 
Now we're getting real sad. We're saying, how sad can we get? Yeah, how sad can we be? <laughs> Move to the middle of New Mexico into an apartment. So you have nowhere to set your basket up. I bet like there's other countries that just like just n- nothing. Yeah, no. Guatemala got their first course. Fuck, sweet. That so would their be... first real basket. They had a course for a while, but it was a homemade basket. And the uh, way they counted, they counted as long as you hit the chains because the bottom of the basket was a trash can lid, so it didn't okay. like to hold anything. Like the hold, yeah. I love it. I would be so good at that. If you didn't have to make it into the yeah, just hit chains. Yeah. I think I could shoot 18 down. (laughs) There it is. You know, Kyle introduced me to many, you know, disc golf. Uh, He brought his basket over. We had like great competitions. And then he found me a gem of a basket for like a dollar or something at Goodwill. And so I have a great basket, a bunch of minis. And it's, uh, you know, it's, I think, those chains don't hold very well either. Oh, they you know, don't. It, it reminds me of our number one course in Denver, Village Green. The chains are exactly the same. They hold nothing. I threw a putt the other day into the center of the chains. It touched the pole and continued all the way through the outside of the other side of the basket. Like, I don't even know what to do here. Right. It's like... <sighs> and it wasn't sideways like the Millennium Falcon. It was a full-on like, flat putt that went... Yeah. Just went all the way through. Ridiculous. There's a lot of new stuff. Um, I was talking to uh, my wife, Jamie, uh, about something and, and thought it might be a good question. I haven't listened to all hundred of your podcasts. So some of the stuff I've missed, I may ask stuff that's already been answered. But right, the question was, how do you as a disc golfer, as a new disc golfer, or as a disc golfer with a partner at home, how do you get your partner involved in disc golf if they're not playing? And uh, and so, you know, we talked about that for quite a while. And I was like, you got to give me some answers. I can't just ask that question. Um, I feel like it's a really difficult question. And so she answered it because I asked her. I said, okay, well, I started and you got involved. So how? what are the things that you know got you involved or what you would tell other people um but before i tell you those typically like okay for like my thought process is like uh cody always just like whatever i'm super crazy interested in that at that time she always tries to uh be interested in it as well i guess like not like feigning interests as what well, like actual interests too. Like when I was really into the NFL um, and fantasy football, uh, she got into it as well and was watching games with me and uh, started her own team. And like, it was fun. She knew all the players and everything. Oh, dude, it's such a good show. That's how Taco got named. Did I tell you that? I did not know Taco was named after Taco from the league. Yeah. <laughs> you did tell me that because I said something like, oh, it's a Chihuahua. And you're like, it's not because he's Mexican. Yeah, it's not racist. Like, I always throw that out there at the beginning because I don't want people to be like, oh, you just named him Taco because. Okay, well, I had a Chihuahua for 15 years. His name was Carlito. And we talked That's to him like Carlito's name. way. Yeah, he was really mean. He was the mean, like, gunslinger. <laughs> 
dude. He was oh my he did he bit everyone. He bit me. He bit I have a scar almost all the way around my finger where oh, he was rude. He, he, I went to pick up went to pick him up and he just decided he didn't want that. And he he ra- that. he bit my finger. I lifted my arm up in the air. He's hanging off my finger. Ugh. And I'm like, it's like what's dude, happening? Come on. The, I, I like I, I don't know. Okay, but, so yeah, no, uh, Taco from the league. Uh, so, just because he's like so airheaded and stupid, so is Taco. Um. Right. So answer one, Cody. Just your partner did it because she is just interested in the things you're interested in. And that's I think I have the same. There's more answers, but I have the same thing. Jamie's always like, "Sure, let's just see what's going on," and she'll either she'll continue on with it if she likes it, or she'll be like, "That's the only exactly time. that's fine. That's that good, too. good for you." Because like it's not always like she's into it too like game of thrones watch the first episode she's out nope not not having it right so you Uh, you know then that's fine so the the goal though is to get your partner playing and for us to come up with two or three ideas that people might go oh thanks for that idea you know let's let's try that Mm. jamie's first one she said it was easier for her because she loves the outdoors and it has disc golf's played outside the whole time I mean, you could go to the putting practice, you know, barn in the winter, but uh, the fact that she could get exercise and have sunlight and uh, that was a big, like, first thing of, you know, trying to get somebody to join you. And like, let's just go to the park for a walk. We have great parks with this golf courses here that are fun to just walk around if you're not playing. You're um, sorry. She said also the reason she likes disc golf is because she's pretty frugal very thrifty takes her a long time to make a purchase we didn't have a trash can in our apartment for two weeks when we moved in because we had to find like the perfect trash can and don't like we start buying a new toaster when we get another one we start looking for the next one because it's going to take that long to find a toaster so she doesn't just throw money around is the whole point and so disc golf is like okay for the casual person, not the crazies, disc golf's very right. cheap. It's a driver, a mid, and a putter, and that's it. There's no more purchases. There's no more tournaments. It's just go to the park and play for free. So she really liked that part of it because she has the same driver. She has a judge that's more like a warden. It's it's there's no bead, and she has a a archangel, 160 gram archangel. And those are and you know the apps that have like the drawings of all your discs you know you can put them in and it'll show you like your pattern so i was doing that and her dad did it and her brothers and we were sending it all in a group text and so she did hers and it looked like this let me show you she took a post-it and she drew two lines one long one short and and under the the short one it said putter and under the long one it said driver and like that was that's her two yeah, that's her flight characters. That's all she needs. Right. <laughs> she, what they do. She throws the archangel on a flex that goes 200 feet every single time. And then she throws it up by the basket. And then the judge is the judge, you know, just does judge stuff. So she's like, what, you from two years ago or a year ago? <laughs> yeah, I've had the flex line that went 200 feet. You know, yeah. I had a lot of 14 speed drivers. I had a lot of 14 speed. Yeah, you need a Corvette to get 200. I threw the Corvette yesterday. I'm like testing like all my, I, I settled on, I listen, I took every one of my high-speed drivers out to a field, AstroTurf field, football field, so I could see exactly to the number, how far I was throwing everything and where it was in relation to the center line. Such a great thing. 
And so I took a Corvette. I took five destroyers. Uh, I took, um, I don't know, like 10 things out and just threw them back and forth about 10 times. And I, I came up with two fantastic ones. I have a 166 gram star destroyer, which comes back every time. So I can just throw it as far right as I want. Uh, and then I have the Calvin Heimberg halo destroyer for my forehand. Uh, and because it's got the big rim on it, it's very smooth. It comes off my finger really nice and goes about, you know, 285 feet, maybe 300 feet at the most. So, um, yeah, Eric, the last time I talked to you, I was throwing lefty and I was like poo pooing forehand and all that. And that's crap. I was wrong. I take back everything I said. Um, yeah, you really love, like, I'm never going to have to throw another forehand. I, I love life. throwing turnovers. I'm only be able to throw lefty and that's I it. What I was talking about so immature six months ago. Throwing turnovers are like some of the most fun part of the game. Exactly. Even if it's not easy, it's so fun. I know. And I really throw everything inside of 200 feet forehand. And so like tomorrow yeah. I'm going to the park with a bunch of putters and mids to try to figure out a good 170 foot, you know, just stand still backhand because I'm flicking everything and that's fine. But I want to, I want to throw backhand too. So let's throw spike hyzers. Uh, here's, there's a couple of things before we leave that getting your, your uh, partner involved. One of the things that she told me is to make sure. Oh yeah, I totally. Sorry. We totally, no, I totally fine. forgot about that. This is how, this is how it goes. She said, one of the things that's important is that the first time you take your partner to the course, don't take them to the hardest freaking thorn ridden course in town. Take them to somewhere epic or beautiful or like least playable uh, to make them excited and then go to the thorn hill, you know, uh, another thing. And it was interesting because when I met her, I was a PGA golf professional uh, instructor and she I met her she was one of my students and so the relationship was me telling her what to do basically for three months as her coach and teacher and nothing more and then and so now I'm still a coach and a teacher that's what I do but I have to relay the information to her when she asks for it as opposed to me there's some things when you're going to take your partner out to learn how to play, you've got to give some initial instruction on how to hold it and putt and stuff or whatever. But after that, she was like the number one turnoff, I think, is your partner telling you what to do every shot the whole time, you know, just like, let's let me throw frisbees and have fun in the park. So just some basic, simple things to, you know, pick a good course, something easy, don't be a boss and, you know, just enjoy the outside i think it's a great family thing too i mean the kids and it's just a great way to to be outside and and for me i love meeting people i got to play random dubs for the first time yesterday ever and i was like by the third hole i'm hugging my partner and he's like a great you know we just loved each other because he's a great dude and so being able to get out and meet people too it's also a great way to like do a double date with another couple, right? What a great, fantastic, you know, so lots of ways to get your, your partner involved. I think. Yeah. That was quite a few different, like 
ideas that you just threw out there. That was really good. 85% of those are from my smart partner. My wife, Jamie. She's, she's great. Let her pick out or let your partner pick out their first bit. Like take them to the store and let them look through all pick, the stuff. Take that, take take that Corvette. Get that Corvette right now. It's got a Or like a dragon or something that's, fun. That's, it doesn't matter. Whatever they think is like the coolest. It absolutely uh, does not matter at all. The first disc. That's exactly because it's I going did, to get lost. When I went into Fly Green, they didn't realize the extent of the money they were going to be taking from me that first time I went in. And the owner, Mike, he, he's so knowledgeable about everything. He came over to me and said, Hey, bud, uh, can I help you find something? I'm like, No, I'm just looking around, you know, like you do when you go in a store. It's like, Stop talking to me. Just let me, please leave me alone. And he goes, Well, I can help you. Like, which way are you throwing it? And I'm like, I just started. I'm throwing it everywhere. I'm throwing it behind me, sideways, both directions. There's nothing you can do for me right now. Just I look, I want this dragon, I want this wizard. And I picked a, a Star Wars buzz. It was like the, the 1974 like poster. So that's what I left with. I had a Star Wars buzz. I had a wizard putter and a dragon. It was perfect. You know, it didn't matter. I, threw them all, I threw every one of them it's, 75 it's feet perfect. on a spike. 75 feet on a spike hyzer, all three of them. It's just like. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, I still have all those discs. Um, the dragon's great because it floats in water. And so I take it to anywhere that. Someone's going to make me play a water hole. You know, it works too. Because I dumped it in. have to play like. I played Optimist. Expo or. No, I played Optimist in hole number seven. You got to throw over that stupid long lake. It's in very, there. yeah. I threw it into that lake and it just sat on the water and floated over to the edge. And I went around. Yeah, so what happens if you throw it into water, but it's just like so still. So now it's just. Well, so it did. It took a long, long time. It took a long time to get across the lake. If there's no wind, oh, we'll come back around. <laughs> yeah, you have to come. Yeah, it's like somebody's we'll going to get it. We'll it's one of those things like you're going to get it, unlike the destroyer. I lost at Rhyolite last week, where no one's ever going to ever get that. That's no, gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, I love getting people involved. Um, pretty much. I have a friend coming on Wednesday with his, sorry, Thursday to be here from Alabama with his wife. And I asked him last week, I said, uh, I said, you know, you're, you're getting ready to become a disc golfer. And he's like, what's that? He's like, I'm fat and out of shape. I don't think I could do it. I'm like, can you walk around a park and throw a Frisbee? He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, you're a disc golfer. So you just don't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so disc golf is like made for the fat and out of shape. Uh, he'll 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 be they're gonna love it it's gonna be great and um that'll be just two more people that will i'll take the fly green and they'll spend money i'm not gonna go home with plastic that's because i've given away all the plastic i can give away i have no uh, all my plastic i'm i'm hoarding it now i want to keep it <laughs> stuff, stuff i'm never gonna throw the dragon i have the dragon it's beat up too it's dx dragon and it's it was my first disc and oh wow you know I threw it into a lot of stuff. I used to warm up for tournaments with it, throwing it against a chain link fence. That's how stupid I was. I threw my stuff against chain link fence just to warm up. <laughs> Gotta beat it in somehow. I didn't know what I was Count doing. It. I had no idea I was beating it in. It's so flippy. When you throw it, it goes like this. It just turns all the way upside down. <laughs> just slides it. So I don't know. What... Just throw it like a summer. Maybe you can get it to flip up and, and ride out. That's, yeah. that's a great idea. If I wouldn't have tore my shoulder throwing thumbers, I would still be throwing them. But I can't do it. I'm so scared. Like 
when I, whenever I have to throw over a tree, I'll just kind of like, eh, just kind of like toss my wrist like that. It's, it's hard. Um, Scoobers. What is, I know you've answered it, but answer it for me. The number, if you could play any course right now, what's your like bucket list number one course to go play? That I've never played before? Right. Or well, then we can go back and talk about one that you've played before too, but never played yeah. before eric and mine are probably the same what is it maple hill yep <sighs> yes, I don't... so fucking badly um there's a course on disc golf valley i want to play so bad uh, it's not you know <laughs> i threw a drive 1700 feet yesterday off this cliff and it's like you're throwing through like it's like a dinosaur it's like bones have you ever played disc golf valley at all yeah. yeah you know you know the whole it's like a downhill shot it's like 600 feet but it's like through like the skeleton of this and yeah. and, and i can't i can't ever hit the line because it's going down to it and then it like gets like this air bounce right at the bottom and it just goes another 700 yeah. feet out of bounds like oh yeah that's, that's pretty much what i always do that's my bucket list course i want to play that course in real life i, I feel like I, I feel like i could make four on that hole that's <laughs> pretty dangerous uh, yeah Lots of giant cliffs. Uh, more of the new Eagle Crossing. I want to play that too. Oh, yeah. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, because that one's like built just specifically for disc golf, like 100%. Right. Like that's. I'd really like to play that course they play in Vegas, you know, on the ball golf course. Is that like the first tournament of the year or something? Or... You... No, nope, oh, I could never play that. And I'd be happy. Too, too much water? Yeah. It's Why? just like it's wide, wide open. open. Yeah, that, Eric, we dude, stop it. <laughs> we both, yeah, it's wide open. It's really just a hyzer fest. If you, if you really, Eric does, Eric does not like wide open courses, then, right? I mean, no. it's it, there's it, when you were talking about just like bucket list no. courses, okay, sure, probably okay. need some trees. What about the beast? Yeah. Yeah. Although before the beast said I would rather play a uh, hornet's nest. I was really a big fan of hornet's nest. Yeah. You know they have on the sides of the fairways there's hornets just waiting. <laughs> yeah, in that's, the why, that's why it's called hornets. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're all over the rough. It's just, the whole rough's all hornet's nest. <laughs> the hornets know not to come in the fairway, but if you throw your stuff in the rough, you're like right. on your own. The, yeah. the whole course looks like rough. <laughs> I'm sad they're not playing uh they're not playing the pro tour at Hornets Nest this year. Dude, they're not playing any pro tour events anywhere near us next year. There's like three in California, and then everything else is on the eastern half of the United States. There's nothing. Gross. Yo, yeah. There's one in Canada. That's kind of cool. Okay, yeah, there is. Uh, there any good Silver Series around right here? There's just 303. I don't know. I mean, hopefully we'll have new tours can't just be one tour anymore i mean it's just like every other sport has minor leagues and we need a secondary group of, of and there's players. quite a few there's like this other national tour that's right. always that's a pretty big thing um can't remember the other one what we need is we need them televised or recorded so that we can learn the know all the players so we care enough to go see them locally 
right? Because you're not going to just go to a tournament locally if you don't know anybody. You're going and following random cards. Whenever. <laughs> it's like, why are you just you're not? Like you should just you should have just signed up for the tournament if you're going to go do that. Just go play. No, I mean that, that's how you get to know people. You just oh, that nuts. Watching disc golf, man. Yeah, you're like, dude. I, you'll go up to him after. It's like I've been following you around for so long. People, it's like, can we be friends? <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Uh. Just go and like uh, always be in the middle of the fairway on accident when they get ready to throw. That's it. So, how about the youngsters? Just like park your car, Mister Mister Gannon Burr. His... He looks like Gumby. You know, like the clay doll. Gumby. He's long and lanky, that's for sure. Yeah. Did you he's... see us? I, I saw a cool uh, Facebook video. It must have been this morning. It was Gannon playing that course when he was like eight or something. Yeah. So had him like you know just like ripping shots. It's like eh, looks exactly the same. You know, it's like same throw almost. So yeah, right. That's kind of cool. His follow through and you know. his body. His body shape is like the same as like I would say like Casey White. That's my my closest. Brady Thompson. He's he's, he's like Skeletor. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, and when you have that wingspan, it's so good if you decide to play a sport that you know allows wingspan to be a huge advantage. Because um, you know you got a lot more RPMs uh, with another foot, you know, on either side. Right, uh, big old hands, you know, as big as the disc. You know, the hands like spinning 360 degrees before it leaves. It's fantastic. Um, no, I was excited for him. I kind of wanted uh, Nicholas Ancelotti to win more. Just because I like this mania stuff, and his yeah. new TVs are so good. Um, Katrina Allen, right? She won the girls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She played good. Pretty much all day or all all week. She yeah, uh, Kristen tried to catch her, I think. I mean, yep, she was like she was 13 good. back or something going into the final round and got to within two or three or something. It's crazy. What about that Paige Shue? That is the story of the... you see that? No, talk about it. Talk about it. Hole 17, uh, backhand eight. That's it. That's sick. You know, hole 17... I think I would assume you know that it's what hole, hole 17 is. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, they put it on Sports Center and they said uh, 249 yards. Eight. I'm like, yeah. 249 yards? Yeah. Well, not quite. 700, yeah. 700, 747 feet. Yeah. yeah. So that's number uh, 15 at the West Creek. <laughs> Aced it. <laughs> so she oh, should be. Put- she needs to be pumped oh. up if she could throw it 750 feet. She's in the. How do the people, how do they watch it and like only see the disc in the air for, you know, like the little amount of time and like, oh yeah, that definitely flew 740 feet. Right? Um, it just went really fast. I saw another, you know, you talk about yards. Uh, I saw another kind of blunder where I don't know if it was Joe Rogan or some show and he had a, a, a guest on there and the guest was something like, oh, I love disc golf, started playing. And then Joe or whoever was asking questions, like, how much do they weigh? And he was like, it's like 170 ounces. And Joe was like, <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. 
He's like, that's 11 pounds. <laughs> How far can you throw it? You sure you're not he's, thinking he's like, are you sure it's ounces? And he's like, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. It's kind of All right. Well, now we have to make, you know, a probably a 170 ounce disc. That's my new goal. Can you imagine how much more dangerous this off would be if this really weighed <laughs> a ten pounds disc? Oh shit, dude, that'd be fucking dangerous. So, well, no, you would have everything would have to be designated <laughs> disc golf courses. You wouldn't be doing it in the park anymore. You do it in the park until you kill one person. <laughs> you're killing old people. You're killing dogs. You're killing other disc oh, yeah. It's like yep. four. Too late. <laughs> just like wedged into trees, like literally just like like and just and stuck in the tree. No, yeah, I, yeah. I want you to think about this. What are they made out of? Because it's not plastic. I don't know. It's gonna be like a saw blade, right? It's gonna be like <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, like, yeah. Well, all right, we'll just throw saw blades. <laughs> it's guys. You use the real jagged like concrete blades to putt with, and then you use like the <laughs> Thinner, like slicey like ones, the to diamond drive, tip yeah, yeah. guys yeah. for your really yeah. tough hey, shots. I think the uh, one of the gloves you wear, those have become yeah. much more needed, but like Kevlar, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the friction well, gloves, yeah, friction gloves. Yeah, yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to use something like uh, like welding gloves or something. Yeah. I don't know, I'm into I mean, it, yeah, it could be like you know, the uh, friction gloves 3.0 or something. What's yeah. if the discs were on fire when you threw them? Oh, they're going to be plastic either. Oh, yeah. No, they're, well, they're going to be plastic. It's going to be really bad for the environment. <laughs> you only get one throw. So you light your disc on fire on the tee box. You hold it for a while. And then you throw it. And wherever it lands, that's it. It's the end of that disc. It's just. It's like, a really good idea. Every single do listener, do and that, night, please. At night, you could do it that way. You wouldn't lose your disc. <laughs> Except you would. Yeah, because yeah. It would, it and then instead of baskets, you just have like a pyre of like logs that are on fire. So you throw uh, whatever. So you, yeah, you throw it, it. It's like yeah. an object course. Yeah. Okay. You're still recording. Is this actually, it's, people are going to be listening to this. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so then you have to bring like as many discs as you're gonna fill, right? And then once, right. once you run out of discs, that's when it's over and whoever lasts the longest. That's it. Okay. Everybody gets to bring fifty discs. Yeah, it's an, 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 an elimination. Fifty throws, that's it. Yeah. And then we're however whoever's furthest around on the course on the fiftieth throw. That that's that's just an, another game to help the long throwers win. Yeah. And then, if, and then if there's a tie, you guys like fight to the death with horses or something? Ooh, fight to the death. Now we're talking. So where does this happen on the 18th? Nobody hole? brought any more discs. If it's on the 18th, oh yeah, it's a tie. So the first two guys, if they run out at the same time, if they're on the same card, have to, one of them has to kill each other until they move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's called... I gotta say, this sounds yes. like a whole lot more profitable for fly green. It's called a scar for any this yeah actually you don't kill the other person you just slice them with one of the discs and it's called a scar frame <laughs> or you could like slice them with our you know um uh, we we're gonna use like a a disc hacksaw right or whatever oh, yeah is. yeah this a uh, diamond blade yeah. yeah i like it i think 
think that's a good idea. We should we should go back to that. I think people at home are like, this has got to be over soon. I mean, they're, they're right, really yeah. Happy. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> we should probably do like um, you know, dead air real quick and just kind of introduce ourselves. I'll put it back at the beginning, maybe. <laughs> probably not though. What kind, of introduction? what kind of inter- okay. what kind of introduction are you do you looking for like this not like an introduction because we really haven't been structuring our show in any way so this is my dad welcome scott smith close who's scott smith <laughs> i mean it's I weird it it's says. i know it's okay, what, just it's what i always it's what, yeah, well, no one calls you, Scott, but I well, know. So the people that I Zoom with are my guitar students from Oh, uh, so they don't know you as well. And so Zoom just says, yeah, they don't know me as well. I mean, okay. some of them do, but. Most well, then I'll just do it again, but I'm probably just going to leave this all in. So my you. dad, Will Smith. Hello there. Will Smith. <laughs> That's Will with one L. And it's a capital L. That's W I capital L Smith. It's all the podcast people. You know, you could just like pretend to be the, you know, famous one. What separates me from the other Will Smith that, you know, and I, I guess I have my own foibles that he doesn't want to be connected to. So this is to keep him safe that I go by. Have you slapped Chris Rock? Um, If I could. If you could, it depends. It depends on the scenario. If he asked me to do it, um, for let's say two hundred eighty-five dollars, I would do it for sure. That's pretty good. That's not too much. Uh, no, that's nothing for him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I mean, how many Will Smiths can slap Chris Rock before the name really just goes sour? So probably just the one. One of us just has to keep it. You know. All right. I'm. I'm Kyle. I'm Eric. This I'm Will. <laughs> and this is the show that we <laughs> take two. Uh, this is the show that we do, and it's pretty great. So, hope you enjoy it. Dun, 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 yeah, it's dun, gonna dun, be dun, you playing too. Dun. Oh yeah, I'm like playing so that'll be ball. fun. Awesome, man. Um, Fuck yeah. Thank you for your time, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for Go being bed. here, man. Thanks, for, thanks Eric, for letting me hear I know I didn't have a bunch of great stuff, but it's nice to see my friends and you know, get to talk about this. Kind of I didn't know I didn't realize we were done. Okay, oh. let's, keep, let's keep talking. Well, you just keep talking if you... I mean, <laughs> No, uh, it is getting. So how about I'm, those giants? I'm tired, tired as fuck. <laughs> uh, how about the what? How about those giants? Fuck the giants. <laughs> I don't know about them. I was just, just, I was talking about the hockey team. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> it's, some, it's it's some minor league hockey team, the Giants. All to, right, to, yeah, right. Uh, picked them up off the waiver wire. <laughs> Let's go Lions. I'm just uh, kidding. They're fucking it. terrible still. Just continuous. There it is. It's my team. Ew. Ew. They're pretty good. They're, See that? 
They're B minus. B minus? Yeah. <sighs> Who was it? Miami Dolphins. Oh. I think they're okay now this year. I mean, I liked the whole like cocaine scandal a few years ago. That was a lot of fun. But um Miami, dude. It was like when the the police pulled Willie Nelson over. And like a cloud of smoke came out of his window, and they right. said, "Are you smoking pot?" And he said, "I'm Willie fucking Nelson." And that was it. And I like, I don't know if they gave him a ticket or not, but it's like, and that's just like every if you're in Miami. There's going to be in, cocaine in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Every male in Miami, does cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here, folks. Post oh no podcast breaking news. Breaking Everybody news. Miami has cocaine. <laughs> Miami has cocaine. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I'm going to take off. All right. Love All you, right. bud. Good to see you, man. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> He's gone. Now we can just take over the show. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you, man. It was. It was. Uh, I've had, you know, the disc golf was good today, but I've kind of was in a just crappy place and. I'm in a great place now. Thank you. For, cool. Yeah. Same. Like I was just kind of in a junky mood and just tired. And as soon as I started talking to you, it's like, okay, I'm in a little bit better mood already. Yeah. We don't, it's important. It is, man. It's hard to do I appreciate it. you. Like we did it because we scheduled it and we had to do it, but yep. it would have been easy just to be like, eh, I don't feel like doing nothing. You know it, dude, but that's like at this point with the show, it's like, we gotta do it. Like we're when we when we schedule things, it's like nope, we're right. we're that it's that's we're doing it. Okay. But yeah, uh, all right. Love you, right, bud. What, I'll what, see you I, tomorrow. Yeah. So either what are you saying, Rhyolite, or we go into the we'll go to the we'll go to the secret spot. place first, and then we'll head down to Rhyolite from there. Or if you can't go to Rhyolite, I just Mark. Oh, yeah. Be yeah. We'll we'll so see. We this, we'll see how this. I'm feeling. Yeah. We'll just do the nine hour. It'll be fine. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's because you're sick. You should be able to do it at 11.30. If we play, yeah. let's say 11, 11, whatever. I'll call you in the morning. And we'll Sounds good. Sometime between 11 and 11.30. Unless oh. you're sick. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. See you then. Love, Love you. Man. Peace. Have a good sleep. <laughs>